All righty, guys. Winter is getting close. Hunting season is wrapping up for us around Colorado for archery season. Um, today is October 1st. The snow is flying in the mountains already, which is absolutely crazy to say. I've been wearing a jacket all day. It just feels right to talk about more snowmobile stuff. One of the things I thought about, what is the best snowmobile on the market? That is what we're going to talk about today. So let's jump right into it. Look, I don't want to talk. How you try and press the kid and read you was soft. Oh, you know what's capping, homie. All right, guys, welcome back to another, another great episode of Let's Assess Podcast. As said before, we are going to be talking about what is the best snowmobile on the market right now. This is catered to my opinion, obviously. I'm not talking about what's the best for you. I'm talking about what I think. I'm not talking about manufacturer specs. I'm talking about what I think. So if you don't like it and if you don't agree with me, that's fine. That's great. That's why there's different manufacturers on the market. I'm just telling you what I think. Um, to start, I do want to talk about kind of why I have an idea of the chassis. Um, I've spent a lot of the winter on a G5 chassis, which is BRP side of things, Ski-Doo Links. Um, I've spent a lot of time on a Matrix chassis. The thing I will say is I have not spent any time at all, obviously, on the new uh, latest and greatest from Articat, which is their Catalyst chassis. And most of you listening probably haven't got to ride it. If you have, that's really cool. Uh, let me know in the comments if you wrote it. So I'm not going to be talking about the Catalyst, but I did. We we had a, um, what was that, a 22 or 21 I think it was a 22 uh, Alpha. So I've spent quite a bit of time on that. So I can kind of speak on all the different manufacturers between family members and friends. I've kind of had the opportunity to spend a lot of time on multiple different chassis. So it's been pretty neat. Okay, so I want to start, and I'm just going to go real quick through what I think the strengths of each chassis are, and then I'll get to what I think is the best snowmobile. I want to start with like links. Okay. So links, I think each manufacturer, regardless of how much of a fanboy you are of one, I think each has something that is better than the other one. So what I mean by that is like one might have a better engine. One might have a better aftermarket section. One might have a better, you know, factory turbo, better chassis, better suspension, whatever. So I'm going to jump into that and I'm just going to briefly, as always, this is completely unorganized like my entire life. And we're just going to talk about uh, kind of the strengths of each chassis. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about weaknesses, completely unorganized, go through, and then I'll get to what I think is the best. So starting on the link side of things, the chassis, I'd give it being not as familiar with it. Um, before riding it all winter, I'm familiar with it now. I would say that it was, I don't know, seven out of 10. I like the chassis. I saw the potential in it. Um, being what I'm used to, I didn't like the steering on it, like that lay down steering. I don't like, uh, or I'm just not used to it. It's not that I don't like it. It's just, I'm not used to it. And so, um, I had to get used to that. The thing on the links, obviously the talk of the entire links chassis is the suspension, it's not just different shocks. The entire rear skid is completely different than a Polaris, than a Ski-Doo, uh, than an Articat. It, the way that it is set up is it's set up for the guys in Sweden that are absolutely just flat landing this thing and beating on it when it comes to jumping and everything like that. 
and it shines in that department. So that's what I will say. The pros of the Lynx are its suspension is is incredible. Um, one of the downsides that I found with the Lynx, those of you who follow us on Instagram, you probably saw this, about three quarters of the way into the season, I'd say, I I got like just sick of the Lynx, the way that it would handle. And I know the Ski-Doo didn't handle quite as weirdly as the Lynx did. And so I heard a lot of people saying it's the skis. And if you've seen a Lynx ski, it is like a super wide ski. It's a super, the, the keel is crazy. The, I mean, it's just, it's an aggressive wide ski. And for what I do and what I'm used to, more rather than anything, it's just what I'm used to, I didn't necessarily like that. So uh, I heard that DuraPro is making like a little conversion kit. So it's this piece you buy. And then I was able to put a Polaris gripper ski on the Lynx chassis. That completely changed everything on the Lynx chassis. So it handled way better. It was way easier to ride. And more than anything, it was it felt more familiar to me like the Polaris does. With the BRP side of things, BRP, I mean, BRP owns Ski-Doo Lynx. So I'm talking about Ski-Doo Lynx when I say BRP. Um, their chassis, what I very again unfamiliar with is the way you ride feels so far forward so you have to realize like your foot placement like you look you're standing if you put your feet forward on the brp you're you're like in and you take a picture of the side profile your toes are like really close to the back of the ski so obviously that weight is sitting differently on the snowmobile with the Polaris, you do the same thing. You take a picture. Your, you know, your foot or your toes still have a lot of room between the back of the ski and where you're standing, and so the, obviously that makes it feel handle. It makes it feel way different when you're handling in technical terrain because you're just way further forward. So I kind of had to relearn that, and then pair that with the laying down steering post, and you got kind of a wonky setup if you're used to the other side, the other brand. Um, more like Articat and Polaris. So I think the link shines in the uh, suspension department. When it comes to, well, I'll talk about that in a second, but the suspension department, the handling department was, eh, once I traded out for more of a normal, uh, unaggressive ski, it handled way better. Um, overall, the fun factor, which is the most important thing to me, I don't really care about specs or anything like that, the fun factor overall was incredibly fun. I don't know why. That Lynx is incredibly fun to ride. It hops out of the snow, has a lot of low-end power on the turbo, and so that's where we're going with this. Um, to kind of segue into the G5 Ski-Doo, um, the power plant on the BRP side of things, I really like. I like the E-Tech. I've rode Ski-Doo for a lot of years before riding the Polaris, and there, the E-Tech is, seems like a very smooth running engine. Uh, it runs clean, it seems like. It just feels good. The uh, turbo is strong. Like, it feels really strong. Um, and we'll get into that in a second. But, or on the other side of things. But this, the Polaris, or the, I'm sorry, the BRP turbo is really strong on the G5 and on, like, the shredders and everything like that. It just feels really good. Okay, so going into the Ski-Doo things, I did not spend as much time on a Ski-Doo as I did the Lynx. Obviously, I didn't own a Ski-Doo, but I rode a G5. It, to me, with the little time that I spent on it, it felt similar 
to the links. Um, you're sitting further forward on the chassis. You have the same power plant, uh, same track. It's very similar. But what I will say is, I personally, with my style, I really like the Lynx suspension setup. Um, and, and like I talked about with a lot of people, you know, everyone's like, well, it just has better shocks. It has like what Ski-Doo runs on their free ride model. I'm like, it's a lot more than just the shocks. I mean, the entire rear skid, when you look at a Lynx, is completely different design than what a Ski-Doo is. And so you're able to just push more at it with it performing and not bottoming and stuff like that. Um, but I didn't spend that much time on the Ski-Doo. So I will say I would lean more in the direction if you're like a big jumper, and this is as advertised by the manufacturer Lynx, but I think it holds true. Like if you're a jumper and you're looking for a sled to just bash on, the Lynx is probably better than the Ski-Doo. However, I think for a lot of guys that are like the BRP side of things, like the 850 E-Tech, the Ski-Doo, you know, if you like that chassis, the lay-down steering, I think if you're a more of a technical guy, I think maybe the ski is better for you in straight out of the box. And the reason why I think is the more normal style or what I consider normal, it's a lower profile ski. It's not like a eight inch wide ski with crazy. I don't even know how many inches it is, but it just feels more normal. And other than that, I think it helps, or I think that helps it handle in technical terrain a lot better than the links out of the box. And so I would say go that direction if you're, I mean, obviously if you're a Ski-Doo guy, you already know that, but the, the, the Ski-Doo is more set up for the technical guy out of the box, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But what I would say is going forward, I would probably rather buy a Lynx and then put different skis on it and have kind of the best of both worlds. Uh, not really an expert on the G5 ski do. I didn't ride it all that much like I did the others. Um, okay. So moving into the Articat side of things, what I, let's, let's talk about some speculation here first. Okay. The, the catalyst chassis. Okay. The catalyst chassis I've heard great things about. I really have. I've heard a lot of people say it is, going to be right up there with Polaris's chassis. I've also heard a lot of people say they're trying to catch Polaris and Polaris is still ahead and they're trying to catch Skidoo, Skidoo's still ahead, whatever. What I will say with the Catalyst is I really thought, I mean, I'm not an expert on Articat, but I really thought that they would have thrown a factory turbo in the mix or a 900 or something like that to kind of get hype in the like on social media and get people excited about the Catalyst chassis because let's be honest, most people really aren't excited about buying a 600cc snowmobile. Everyone's like, oh, well, you can buy the 600 in turbo. It's like, yeah, then you're 23 grand into a sled that's like not worth 23 grand when you go to sell it. And it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you could go with a factory turbo and get that money and get the factory warranty and you know, get what a lot of people consider a better product anyway. So I'm kind of surprised that they didn't do that. The cat didn't put out either a 900 or a factory turbo, and maybe they're just not ready for it. They put out an 858, I think is what it's called. And to me, being not a mechanical guy, it sounds like it's eight more than an 850. 
So why wouldn't I just have an 850 and a turbo? I mean, it's probably not that. I haven't looked into it that much, but that's just the way I look at it. I mean, I feel like the catalyst created hype, the black cat guys and all their top media guys are pushing it. They're making it look sick. And I'm not saying it's bad. I, like, it does look good. But it's like, dude, why wouldn't you just throw, like, a factory turbo on? I mean, I'm sure it comes down to R&D and budget. I know Polaris and Ski-Doo are way bigger companies than Articat. But you figured, why not throw the 800 back in it? And then, like, next, the following year, two years later, whatever, then, like, step it up to the factory turbo instead of spending all your R&D on an 858 which, who knows, maybe it's a strong engine. I don't know. Going back to the Alpha chassis, going back in time, if you're looking at used sleds, I, enjoy, I actually enjoyed riding the Alpha. Uh, I think in I think for a lot of... And I was telling my buddy this because he rode um, that Alpha a lot, and he, he learned really well, and he was able to get into some crazy places. It was a 165 Alpha stock, that sled for a beginner that's kind of trying to figure out how to get a sled up on edge, trying to figure out how to get through deep snow, I think it's a great beginner sled. Because for the advanced guys, when you're used to the twin rails, like a Players or a Ski-Doo or a Lynx or whatever, it takes a learning curve because you're overriding it. But for those guys that haven't rode much, I think it's great because it is. it really is easy to get it on edge, and it's an easy sled to ride especially in 165. The track floats well. Um, it doesn't have too much power, but you can get out of the you know deep holes and deep snow. I think it is a great sled um, for that guy that's just getting into it. And and don't get me wrong, it's a very capable sled for advanced guys too. I'm just saying I, I really saw that with my buddy who's like kind of learning. He really excelled on that chassis when it, he just felt it was a lot easier to ride than the Ski-Doo. Um, for the advanced guys, obviously, there's a ton of brilliant, amazing riders that ride the Alpha. But I think everyone can agree at this point, the Alpha chassis, if you're really going to spend the money and you want the best of the best, like this podcast is titled, What is the Best Sled? I don't think anyone can consider the Alpha. Um, and I don't mean the Catalyst with Alpha Rail. I mean like the, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's the Cat or the Ascender chassis or whatever it's called. That chassis, like the 2022 chassis, uh, is dated. And it's like that chassis came out in like 2012. The thing I will say that I like with Fox is they come with, or they with Articat, they come with Fox shocks. Those That's a good product. Um, and I've found the cast to be fairly durable, maybe not as reliable as like the E-Tech from Ski-Doo, but the chassis seems pretty durable. It is pretty heavy too, so that has something to do with it. Um, okay. So that's the three, the big three, other than what I think is the best, what I think is the best. If you haven't caught on by now, I think Polaris is the number one snowmobile on the snow as of now. The reason why I think that there's a couple reasons why I think that one right now and I'm not, I wish I was sponsored by players. Players, please sponsor me. But I, I, unfortunately, I'm not. I'm not paid to say this. I think that Polaris has the best chassis for what I, BC, like to do. I think, technically speaking, technical writing speaking, not 
like specs. Technical riding, it is the best chassis. In Colorado, we have a lot of steep terrain. We have a lot of trees. We have, like where we ride, there's not a lot of open places. It is just a lot of technical riding. And I think the player shines in that regard. I think that chassis is the most precise. It might not be the easiest to get on edge. It might not be the best jumping out of the box. But for technical terrain, I think it is the best. Okay, so that's the number one reason. Because I will say, I'm not claiming that the 850 Patriot is the best engine on the market. I mean, you could argue that it is, but I'm not claiming that. But I am claiming, in my opinion, for my style, the Polaris Matrix chassis is the best chassis on the market right now. Straight, and make sure you think and hear me here, for God's sake, straight out of the box. So you can do a bunch of stuff to any chassis and make it better. Straight out of the box, the Polaris is, in my opinion, the best. So going on to the engine, I think it's strong. I don't think it runs as good as the E-Tech. Um, the turbo, I don't think is good on the player side of things as it is the BRP side of things. However, with tuning, shout out to Voke, I think it is stronger. And obviously, you can tune a Ski-Doo too. But what I'm saying is I take a chassis that I think is the best, then I make the engine stronger than a stock BRP. And then the next thing that I would say to try to get it to the level of the links I'm going to do this year is I'm going to focus on suspension and a suspension adjustment, different shocks, everything like that. Because I think that is Polaris's probably their number one weakness right now. Their shocks, for some reason, the Walker Evans, when it came out on the Matrix the first year, coming from like Fox Air that I had on my Axis, I'm like, they're not as good as Fox Air, but I they're pretty decent for like a factory shock, at least I thought. The next Matrix that I got the following year, it was like we, we went back 10 years in shocks and I was running like normal Walker Evans on like a 15 Pro or something like that. It was just, I'm like, what the heck? These suck. So they're bottoming out all the time. I had them adjusted everything that I could not get him to not bottom out. My buddy had, um, my buddy had the stock Walker Evans, not the velocity shocks. Those you could literally grab the back of his sled and they were adjusted. Right. And you could just bounce it. I mean, I don't know if the shocks were blown. They were just dog. So what I'm trying to get at here is every chassis has their strong points. Every chassis has something that they're the best at. But I think the number one important thing to me right now is the chassis and then making the other components of the sled as good as you can make them for your style of riding. And, and that goes from tuning the engine to how you want it to run with the turbo, uh, whether you want to run av gas, whether you want to run intercooled with av gas, whether you want to just run pump gas, there's tunes for that. And then move into, you know, maybe you think the Polaris isn't durable. Then, you know, you go to bumpers, you go to braces, you go to tunnel braces, you go to all kinds of stuff to make it stronger. Then you say the shocks suck, the suspension sucks. Then you go, you move on, and you change that. Because at the end of the day, I think the chassis is the best on the Polaris. So even if I did all these things to the other manufacturer, you made it strong, made the suspension good, made everything – it's hard to change a chassis. And so that is why I think that Polaris for me right now is number one. 
So I also like a lot of the aftermarket companies on the player side of things. And and being completely transparent and honest, the reason why I like Polaris right now is I've rode a Polaris since 2016, kind of when I got into actual mountain riding, I've been on a Polaris. So I know Polaris well. I know what aftermarket companies I like from Polaris, and I know how to set them up for my style and my body. And that's kind of one of the other things you have to think about. So if you're a Ski-Doo guy, rock with him. If you love Articat, rock with them. If you love Lynx, rock with them. If you love old Yamahas, four strokes that sound like diesel trucks, rock with them. If you love John Deere snowmobiles, rock with them. And yes, John Deere used to make a snowmobile. But that's kind of my thoughts today. I'm all over the place. I'm like a freaking bouncing ball in a freaking garage here. I can't keep my thoughts straight. Just boing, 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 boing. But that, <laughs> that is what I think is the best snowmobile right now for technical riding and then the most capable sled when changed in the aftermarket world. So I appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode of Let's Assess. We'll have another one out next week. We're going to start bringing guests on uh, and just pumping things up for winter because I know we're all getting excited. I'm getting excited. So I love you guys. I appreciate you watching. It means the world to me. Like, comment, please subscribe, and we're going to keep them flowing for you. Let's ride.